Welcome to Who's the Blender podcast. This is episode 348, brought to you by The Weed Squad. Go to theweedsquad.com for more information, as we're coming to you today from Studio 63 on this fact-finding Friday, football frenzy weekend, fist pump Friday, four-finger fist Friday, or any other alliteration you want to put in there. Don't forget, you can follow us through other social media platforms. On Facebook, we have a page, Who's to Blame? Instagram, we also have a page, Dre Montez. And also on uh, Instagram, sorry, Instagram, we're under Who's to Blame, the podcast now. And on Twitter, it's at W2B Dre Montez. Before we get underway, I would like to thank the VA, Veterans Hospital, St. Louis Cochran, as well as Jefferson Barracks. A little over a year ago, I was diagnosed with a condition called LHON, which stands for Lieber's Hereditary Optical Neuropathy, and I'm legally blind. And I went to my very first lower vision rehabilitation appointment in WOW. Just fascinated how helpful everyone was and getting the tools that I need for everyday performance around the house from small things to big things. Because the vision thing, the center part is really confusing. And then here's the crazy thing. I thought I was seeing things, but that's normal. I don't have floaters anymore, but I see things that are not there. And basically I was told it's what the brain is making up for what it can't see. It's making up its own thing, but it's pretty normal from what I was told. But all the gifts that, that, that I received to help me with my vision around my day-to-day activities, from lighting, I have this huge lamp. Looks like it's a scene from The Exorcist 3. I have a desk lamp. I have visual aid. I have actual walking stick now. I have a light stick for at nighttime. It looks like a lifesaver. I have an actual watch that talks to me. I have a pocket carry magnifying glass. So thank you again to the VA and the folks that at, at the Lower Vision in Jefferson Barracks. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just wanted to put that out there before we got underway. As being a vet in the Navy, they have been really taking care of me like I had Admiral in front of my name. But thank you again to those great people right there. Well, we got a lot of things to get into in a short amount of time as it is the weekend before Thanksgiving. Good luck and safe on your travels as you're hitting up the highway. Man Cave members are heading out of town this weekend on their journey. They should be hitting the highway right now, I do suspect. Feels kind of weird that I'm not on this Man Cave trip this time, but I, I will make the next one, I tell you that. But safe travels, have a good time, and love you guys. Can't wait to hear back about everything that took place over the weekend with the Man Cave members on the getaway. Before we get into sports, we're going to talk a little bit about, I guess, when you focus on what you're good at. When you focus on what you're good at, it kind of changes everything, your perception, the outcome, the narrative, everything, whether it's a company to you being an entrepreneur, your push, not-for-profit, for-profit, whatever it may be, when you focus on what you're good at. When I was playing competitive softball, I went down the aisle of trying to become a coach. And I was trying to do everything. It's putting the team together, doing the lineup, playing, 
ordering uniforms, calling everybody. I was doing all that instead of focusing on what I was good at, that being playing. And when I derelicted the duty out to other people, it made it more comfortable. It made the game enjoyable again. And I think in a business sense, that comes to mind too. When you're starting out a business, I think you should focus on what you're good at and get someone else to help you out on what they're good at. But still, it's your vision, your plan, and your process. But I think when we focus on what we're good at, I think it changes a whole lot of things when that happens, especially in the world of sports. You hear it all the time, stay in your lane. That's basically mind your own damn business. But outside of that, if you pay attention to what per, what people are trying to say, is basically if you focus on what you're good at, this is what could happen. It makes the support system a whole lot different as well as everything else as well. As I said, the NFL is a big story. As last night, we had Thursday night football with the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. That was a fumble. Is it just me or do the refs always try to think or get away in the damn game? They always try to figure out a way to be better better or bigger than the game itself. In refs, you don't matter. You are affecting the outcome of the game. Case in point, last weekend, end of the play game, San Fran and Arizona. It was a 10-point spread in that fluke last play, and it counted as a touchdown, and that meant 10-point spread went. You're affecting the outcome of the game. Let's stop this nonsense. I think what the NFL, NFL Players Association, NFL Referees Association needs to do, let's figure out what the hell is passing the friends, what the hell is a fumble. And what is reviewable and non-reviewable? That is your homework assignment in the offseason. NFL, NFL committee, NFL Players Association, Roger Goodell, all parties involved. We need to get a bead in on this. Okay, this is getting out of hand. You're going to cause some problems and somebody's going to run on the damn field. But before we get there, I want to have a one-on-one sit down with a few athletes. Not just because of what happened between Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph, whether he said the N-word or not, I think we got to move past that. But I want to sit down with a few athletes here. I want to have a one-on-one, and I'm going to call it what the problem is. It's going to be sponsored by A Always Toy, 314-729-9992. Always there for you. Lockouts, tire change, towing, and a AAA approved. Ballpark Shuttle STL, your transportation to blues games, concerts, and special events, 314-722-6088. What the problem is, a one-on-one with Antonio Brown, Colin Kaepernick, and Alden Smith. I want to talk to these guys. I just, I really want to get to the root of this situation. You, you mostly hear athletes, when they make it to getting paid on the professional realm across the board, We always hear this. If it wasn't for this particular sport, I don't think I would have been able to take my family out of that situation. It has provided provided a lifestyle for me I never could have sustained. Look at the opportunities I have now being a professional out. 
a professional athlete, look at the platforms I have now. You hear those narratives right there coming from athletes today, depending on their upbringing and background and situation. But with these guys here, Antonio Brown, Colin Kaepernick, and Alden Smith, they all have done very well when it comes to playing the sport they love and excel at and being good at. Antonio Brown, the receiver. Colin Kaepernick, an elusive quarterback in the NFL. Alden Smith, a force in a rush as a defensive player, defensive lineman. But it's all gone. Do a one glitch, one click. But they all could get it back. They all could get it back. I think they're all healthy enough and smart enough, athletic enough to contribute to a team in the NFL. But we can't have the right sit down. I don't want any money. I don't want any major networks in here. I want to sit down with those three. I'm going to put it on the Twitterverse, reach out to them individually and collectively and try to get a sit down, whether it's through Skype or something. But I want to know what the problem is. That's all I want to know, what the problem is. But tomorrow's a great day as well. It's college football season. It's the type of weekend we're not getting the rivalry type that we want. It's basically a cupcake weekend. That's what they're saying. It's a cupcake weekend. But there are one, two, three, four, five, six games. Six games I'm going to be paying attention to tomorrow in college football. No particular order, but I'm going to put it the way I wrote it down. Penn State and the Ohio State University. Considering that Ohio State is in the driver's seat, the fact I've been to Columbus before, the fact I, the fact I love college football, this is one for the ages right here. And I love when these two schools play each other and something is on the line other than chest out. Texas A&M and Ugga. Where you from, Jake from? Where you from? I got my eye on Jake from. He's been pretty impressive. Ugga has been on our mind the past two years when it comes to the college football playoff tree. They're playing good football to it really counts. Will this still be one of those testers? Arkansas, Arkansas, or Arkansas playing LSU, home of Waterboy 2 head coach Ed Ogeron. That's going to be a good game. If Arkansas comes in like they enjoying the early stages of Christmas break, enjoying mama's down home cooking, and saw old girl while they home, this could be a good turnaround right here. And you got Oregon to plan against Arizona State. You know, Oregon, I love their many combinations of the uniforms. But also Arizona State, that's Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards is very, very significant to me, the way he talks. One of my favorite talks that Herm Edwards has ever had is the discussion of the lecture he got from his dad the day he left home. That's real talk. That's real talk. In his days of working with ESPN, he said, fellas, men, there's no need for you to be out past 12 a.m. Because if you are and something goes wrong, you're going to be on the da-da-da, da-da-da. And I work for the da-da-da, da-da-da. And I'm going to have to talk about you on the da-da-da, da-da-da. So men, go home. My man, Herm Edwards. We play to win 
the game. You got the Horn Frogs going against Oklahoma. Whatever Jalen Hurts wants, Jalen Hurts will get. Jalen has grown up since he's left Bama. He's not listening to the outside voices. He's only listening to the voices that matter as they take on the Horn Frogs tomorrow, that being TCU. In my late night picker to save your ass and money, if you've been gambling all day, you don't want to go home and face the old lady or the old man. I know women that gamble out there. Utah, Arizona. The Utes are number seven coming into this one. So this should be one for the ages right there. So my college football schedule is packed right there. It's packed big time. It really is. Well, basketball, hardwood action. On a collegiate level, I don't know everything I need to know, but what I know right now, the NCAA, this whole eligibility with these basketball players, the fact that they're allowing players to make money off their likeness in this whole situation with James Wiseman at Memphis and Anthony Hardaway, Penny as they call him, is an issue. 12 game suspension, and James Wiseman has to pay $11,500 to a charity. Where is he getting the money? Where is he getting the money? Okay, gotcha. I have one, two, three, four, five. Five things in the NBA that I have just raised the afro at. Yes, I have raised the afro at these things right here in the NBA. LeBron James is running point guard for my Lakers. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green is running point guard for the Golden State Warriors. Kawhi not Leonard has career highs in turnovers and assist. I feel sorry for Steve Kerr. Markel, folks, will you please tell us what really happened? Those are things right there that are on my mind in the NBA. The most important, too, has to be Steve Kerr and Markel, folks. I miss old Steve Kerr when Golden State was winning, when everyone was healthy, everyone pretending to get along. But then something funny happened on the way to Vegas. Everybody got hurt. Now Steve Kerr looks different in his pregame press conference as well as his postgame press conference. Just look at his eyes. The eyes never lie. When Markel folks first came to the NBA as a high pick in the first round, something went wrong. He forgot how to shoot. The love, the passion was going out of basketball. No one knows what happens. Everyone has speculations and thoughts and concerns, eyebrows, finger pointing, whispers. Somehow, something really happened. We don't know. But this new hairstyle maybe has shown light, somehow bringing back his basketball athleticism. That's another question I have out there that bothers me. When NBA players or in the process of starting a new hairstyle. It is not a pretty damn sight. In high def, analog, I don't care how you put it, it looks unlivable. <laughs> it's just not right. It does not look right at all. It, 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 I swear, it, 
it raised a lot of questions that I have, a whole lot of questions <laughs> that I'm hoping that the NFL can solve this weekend as I have one, two, three, four, five, six games. I have a hmm game out of those six, and I also have a hmm Super Bowl matchup as far as the NFL. But with the NFL schedule this weekend, no man cave for Dre as the man cave members are out of town this weekend getting out of here before turkey day the turkey day is fun man football oh remember the backyard football games whether you're from a large family or not if you didn't play tackle football thanksgiving morning i'm talking early about 9 a.m when your mom and grandma saying boy don't op- don't open up that oven door no damn more that early because food's still baking and cooking you get to the local sandlot or high school, you get that game in, you back home by 11 because we got to watch the football game. We got to feel like we've played the game too. Whether you put the towel on the outside, left or right, you tuck your pants and your sock, I don't care. But playing football on Thanksgiving morning is special. You know, it's like being hit with a snowball on Christmas morning, you know, uh, lighting a bottle rocket out of your ass on Valentine. I'm sorry, oh. Fourth of July, that could be a little bit too far and excessive. But I, you, you get my point. I'm not saying I want to play football this Thanksgiving, but I would not be opposed to going out and driving around and catching a game or two. Oh, those were the days of yesteryear. Watching young and old play a game we all love called football. I still haven't found out what family or if I know the family that possibly won the contest where a family can play football at Lambeau Field this Thanksgiving. I don't know if the NFL Network is going to televise it or if we're going to see it at a later date, but I would love if anyone in the listening area has heard about this, and you know a family that's participating, please reach out to me through Montez at gmail.com. Send me the link and I'll follow through right there. How about that dot com? That's how we work together, huh? That's why I share the sponsors with you. I get sponsors on the show to appeal to the listeners. I do this for you guys. So all these sponsors I'm talking about, please visit them, check them out, say hello, use the promo, who's to blame, or Dre Montez, and they will take care of you, especially this holiday season. Whether you're in downtown St. Louis for the holiday, after the holiday, want to go out with your kids, your daughter, your son, that's a new it thing now, kicking it with your kids you want some foot stomping music? Stop on down at Game 6 Honky Tonk Joint. In historic Soulard as well for catering, holiday parties, or just you want to hang out or stop by for lunch. You got Game 6 Honky Tonk. Sorry, you got Great Grizzly Bear, The Woodshack, Hammerstones, as well as Ninth Street Deli at Howard's. And now I'm looking out for my golf carters out there. I know a few people that have now recently purchased a golf cart or get that insurance at Allstate right there on 12th Street in the heart of Soulard. So you check, take care of those guys right there, do your part, helping you guys out, as well as in the Belleville side for the holiday season. For the adult and you or the kid and you, you got Cosmic Comics and Collectibles, great comic book venue, while we'll be doing a future podcast there. Stay tuned for that as well as Rogers Place, located at 1201 East Main, Tavern on Main, 
The Office Lounge, Margaritas on Main, Seven Bar, and Seven Sushi Bar. And for your room additions or roofing needs, you can reach out to R&R Services, 618-257-8644, and use the promo, Who's to Blame. All right, got that all out the way. Now let's get this NFL watch schedule that I have going on this Sunday. Carolina and New Orleans. Carolina and New Orleans, the fact that I think now that Carolina has said goodbye, Cam, we don't want you no damn more. Now maybe we can see a different version of Carolina. And I love watching that McCaffrey kid run. But New Orleans, you got Drew Brees and Free Easy. She easy. New Orleans is fast. Everyone's healthy. What's stopping them now? But I'm watching that game. As well as Raiders. And the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Is this the Raiders team that Chuck E. Cheese, John Gruden, was talking about? Is this that team he was talking about? Huh? Is the Jets quarterback still seeing ghost, or is this the real deal? Seattle and Philly, Russell Wilson, always seems to do something no one expects he can do. I don't know what Carson Wentz went to but I hope he comes back. Dallas in New England, when Dallas wins, they're telling you how great Dak is. When Dallas loses, Zeke could have done more. We need Dak to do this. The Patriots win or lose, they want to blame the fact that Brady is not smiling. The offense is suffering this and that. He's throwing the ball to no-name receivers, no-name players. If they're in the NFL, they have a damn name. It's our fault that we don't know their damn names. You can't call these guys no-names. If I'm playing in the NFL and Tom Brady is throwing the ball to me at least four times a game and I hear the narrative around the league and the media is that they're a bunch of no-name receivers, I'm getting offended. I'm getting offended. Do we need to tell people that Tom Brady won the Super Bowl last year? Until you take him off the throne, damn it, leave him alone. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Green Bay and San Fran. It all depends on if everything goes Aaron Rodgers' way. We know how he can pout, especially if LeFleur does something wrong or calls the wrong offensive scheme or game plan. San Fran and Jimmy G, if that defensive front can stop the run, we could see something exciting because Aaron Rodgers hates when they run the ball. My home game has to be Miami and Cleveland for the simple fact of what has transpired since the Miles Garrett Mason Rudolph incident. How is this team going to move forward knowing where Cleveland is at when it comes to the wild card situation? Is Freddie Kitchens going to attack the process or is Mason or is Baker Mayfield, more concerned in making more damn commercials for the insurance company. And I have my what-if football pick for the Super Bowl. Just, just put it out there. Just put it out there. It's, I've seen stranger things happen in sports. Stranger things. Stranger. But here's my hmm for the Super Bowl. 49ers against the Buffalo Bills. Because nobody circles the wagon. Like the Buffalo Bills. That's it. You heard it here first. Like my great-grandpappy always said, while you're on the internet shopping, 
to all these charities, be careful of the scams of all the half-naked Marines out there that you may see. Make sure you get the nudes before you send money. <laughs> That's just my comical rendition right there. But thanks again. Enjoy your weekend. Safe holiday travels. Slow down. No driving and texting. That's our new thing. We're going to get the dogs to bite you. Get there safely and enjoy your holiday travels this weekend. Thanks again and enjoy the rest of your day.